with, you know, some silly anecdote about something that one of us did during the week or some silly story. And we'll get to that in a second. But I wanted to quickly just off the top, uh, while I have anyone who is tuning in's attention on the podcast feed, um, the stuff that's going on in the Middle East right now between Israel and, and Palestinians is disgusting. And though our platform may be smaller compared to some of those other out there, I wanted to just take a moment to say that if you are unaware of what is happening out there, you should definitely take some time this weekend or this week when you listen to this and stop listening to this and go educate yourself. It's not hard to find out what's actually going on. And now that I've done a lot more research myself and read a lot more about what is actually happening over there, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's war crimes, it's, it's genocide, it's, uh, erasure of you know Palestinian people. It's it's really really disgusting. Um, so you know, look out there, find find some credible places to read. There are plenty of places and threads you can find that have a lot of information. Uh, I know today, IGN, uh, Gamespot, and Kotaku all put up articles that kind of talk about what's going on in a lot of places where you can donate um, and help you know spread the word, give some money if you can. Um, to these organizations that are helping the people over there um, that are in these, you know, terrible situations. So just wanted to start things off with that note um, because it's been, uh, you know, something that's been going on for a long time. And now that I've, you know, read more into what's going on, I'm very disturbed and I wish I had taken the time to learn about this much sooner. Um, so, yeah, that's that. I actually just watched a video of it was a 10 year old girl uh and was outside like rubble and everything and mm -hmm. this poor girl looked like she was fucking like 30 years old she didn't look like it but like her the way she held herself and everything yeah she's like i'm just 10 years old these are kids they just want to you know i was like jesus yeah I, I watched that video too it's it's i don't know it's she it's very so well spoken but she seemed like she like she's not having a childhood obviously yeah it's, it's uh fucking... It's very, very sad what's going on over there. Um, and this has been going on for a long time, uh, like seven, 70 plus years at this point. Um, so, you know, our, our hearts go out to, you know, Muslim people and people in Palestine and Palestinians who are, are dealing with this uh, fascist government over in Israel. So please, please take a moment. You know, if you are, if you don't agree with what I'm saying, I I don't turn the podcast off. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, if you are uninformed, like many of us may be, um, you know, take the time after you don't listen to this or pause it right now and go look into it. It is not hard to find the truth about what's going on. Um, and you should definitely be looking into what is actually happening to those it's people. Crazy, over there. This happens all the, I mean, this has been going on for like so long, but this is the first time I've actually seen like pushback. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a good, like, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the first time I've seen I've like even, this type of that. rallying on social media. Seen, yes. Exactly. So hopefully this, you know, can be the spark that pushes things forward in a better way. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very disheartening to know that this is, you know, as is what is it is. And, you know, for a lot of, I'll, I'll just say probably for a lot of Americans, a lot of people in the United States, that's not the reality that we get shown you know, and that's not the reality that they dig for. Um, it's already becoming like a uh, Republican versus Dem Democrat yeah. talking point too. Of course United it States, is. Of course. Yeah. You know, of course. So, like... you know, hope, hopefully, you know, the, the right people say the right things and do the right things and can help move this into uh, a much better situation for 
all of the people being affected by this. But to move into some regular stuff. So this week I had my fucking other side of my wisdom teeth pulled out. And I told Todd a little bit about this, but my, did I tell you I got my other teeth pulled this week, Mike? I think you had mentioned that it was going to happen, but we did not speak. Yeah, like a few days ago. And it's the point where I was like, fuck, I like completely forgot to see if maybe we should have recorded like an episode during the week or something because I didn't know how it'd be. And I'm still not okay. Like, Yeah, I didn't think we were going to be doing this, to be honest with you. Yeah. From what you told me on the other day. I mean, it's it's because of these (laughs) that I'm able to even sit here and talk right now. Um, So the when they did the first the left side of my teeth back in February or whatever, that was the side that was fucked up. It was infected. It was like tilted a little bit. It was causing a lot of issues and pain. So that was like, they had like emergency, like we got to get you in here right away and get, get this taken out. But the right side of my mouth, the teeth were straight. Like there was no issues. There was no tooth decay. There was no cavities. It was just like, they were just there. But, um, the only thing was, there was a, like, my mouth is not big enough to have those teeth in there. So there was a little bit of my gums that were like over the bottom tooth just because my mouth's not big enough. So there was like a little bit of an overhang. The dentist was like, so, you know, it's not causing you issues now. Probably won't cause you issues for a while, but eventually you won't be able to clean as good as you need to underneath that little gap where the gums covering the back of the tooth. So at some point that tooth will probably cause you pain because it will start to decay because you can't brush it so we should probably just take these out soon so you know whatever i got them out uh this this week on like thursday or whatever i don't even remember what day it was and i was at the dentist mike from 8 a.m to 11 a.m and the first like 45 minutes of that was like just a routine cleaning they wanted to clean my i was just getting a cleaning as well but the rest of that time was spent almost solely on my bottom tooth the top tooth came out in a few minutes like very little issues the bottom tooth was such a fucking nightmare way worse than the tooth that was actually the problem like that one still put up a fight but this tooth that seemingly should have just been like we're gonna pop this out and we're good to go like i have cuts on both corners of my mouth because of how wide and how long my mouth had to be open uh like in the corners of my lips like it's like ripped which is very painful um and they like the dentist was just like digging at my mouth for so long and to the point where he was like applying so much force trying to pull the bottom tooth out that he took off the top half of the tooth like the top half of the tooth came out and then it was just like pieces of tooth and my roots still in the gums so he's like there's no way for me to grab these pieces of tooth and pull them out because there's nothing to grab onto. Like, it's just like little things. So he's trying to get it out, trying to get it out. No luck. It's a fucking nightmare. Like, there's so much, so much anesthesia into my gums. To, wait, what did you say? I said get a spoon and scoop it out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He, he used a lot of tools. Like, he kept trying stuff, and, like, I would hear him opening. I, like, close my eyes at the dentist. I, like, I don't need to see what's going on. I feel like that'll make it worse. So I just close my eyes while I'm there. Um, I don't know if that's normal or not, but I just kept hearing new bags of instruments being opened to try different things to get it out and it just wouldn't happen. And then it got to the point where he was spending so much time on it and like, it doesn't hurt. There's so much like numbing needles in my gums that like, all I feel is pressure and like the uncomfort 
of like the discomfort of just them pulling my wide mouth wide open for so long. Um, and I, I lost track of what I was going to say. Oh, it got to the point where he was like, all right, I don't want to have to put more anesthesia in your top palate because that's the needle that really hurts. Uh, he's like, so let's take out your top tooth. Hopefully it doesn't cause as much of a issue as this one. And then we'll revisit the bottom top one came out, went back to the bottom and it got to the point where he was just slowly taking like a drill of some sort and just like shaving the roots down. Cause it got to the point where he was like, I can't pull these out because if I go, they had to like take new x-rays of my mouth. Like this was a fucking pro I was sweating so bad. Like it was just like so much pressure on my face. So uncomfortable. Um, to the point where he was like, I got to take new x-rays. Got to look what's going on here. The, it looks like the roots of that tooth either fused to my jawbone or they fused together at the bottom, which was making it very hard for him to pull it out. Um, so basically what he said was I could keep cutting down into the tooth. He's like, but there's two problems here. If I hit your jawbone, that's not going to be good. There's also like a nerve canal underneath there. That's like a major nerve in your body that controls. I, I don't know if it's everything in your head or just everything in your face. And he's like, if I hit that, it's game over. Like you're going to be permanently damaged. He's like, so it's really not worth it. It's not ideal for me to leave your roots in here. He's like, but the only option at this point is they got to stay in there. He's like, but they shouldn't cause you any pain. Your mouth will heal. And two things are going to happen when your mouth heals. Either the tooth is just going to seal itself and you'll just have like roots that exist down there or over time your body, and they're just going to stay there or over time your body's going to go, Oh, I don't need these in here. And they'll just come up through my gums. Like I'll, I'll basically like the tooth will grow in again, but it will just be the roots growing out. Uh, so I hope they just fucking stay in my mouth. Cause I really don't want to have to go back in to get the roots pulled out again, but fuck it was bad. Yo, I'd rather have open when they cut they cut me open from my stomach to almost like the top of my ribs. I would rather have that done all over again than do any of that. So I, I ate the fucking bed. I never like I'm happy to go back and like get regular cleanings, whatever regular stuff. And he was like, unless you have some sort of accident and you break a tooth or something, he's like, you know, you should be good on tooth surgery now. You shouldn't have to worry about anything else. Um, but I will say, when I got the left side out back in February. They gave me nothing afterwards. They were like, uh, uh, maybe antibiotic. No, they gave me antibiotic before, so I didn't have anything. They didn't like give me pain medicine, nothing like that. He was just like, take ibuprofen every six hours. You know, don't eat hard food, blah, blah, blah. You'll be good to go. When I was getting ready to leave the dentist, he was like, so I'm going to give you an antibiotic just in case. I'm going to give you prescription for 800 milligrams of ibuprofen that way you can just take the one ibuprofen every six hours instead of taking a bunch of like mini ibuprofens and he's like i'm also going to give you a lot of steroids because i'm just gonna be honest with you it's probably going to be bad like you're probably going to be very swollen and be in a lot of pain he's like the steroids should hopefully help a lot of that um that's why i'm giving you this much steroids so i'm on steroids for a week which so far i hate being on i'm like extra anxious and jittery and just it's just not fun but it is definitely helping with some of the pain in my face so 
there's that so moral of this story is get your wisdom teeth out at a young age jesus yeah if you if if the if your dentist ever tells you that you probably have to get them out at some point don't wait just Just get it done and over with just just get them out because the longer keep talking because i i remember i have to take this antibiotic right now i forgot i was gonna say like i had mine out like when i was young i think i was in college still um yeah uh, and i couldn't imagine like at this point in my life i fucking hate the dentist and i can't even say that enough yeah every time i get a tooth filled which it hasn't been in years but like they fucking will give me like 17 needles of novocaine and i still feel that pain from the fucking drill on your tooth and i'm just like no fuck this yeah you know like i want to just get out of the chair and get yeah oh see the the my dentist is like before he does anything like he puts the needles in he waits and then you know he does a test by basically taking the needle and like poking my lip and he goes can you feel that i'm like nope he's like all right we're good to go and while he's doing stuff like there was one point my body must either have a high tolerance for i don't know if it's novocaine or whatever they're using for anesthesia my body must have a high tolerance for it because both times when they started doing stuff i was like i can still feel that and he's like oh no problem and just like fucking starts needling the shit out of my gums he's like you won't feel anything anymore and like this time it was like I could still feel it at first, and I was like, "No, I can definitely still feel that." I had so much fucking overcame in my face that, like, the, the, the whole the side of my face—oh, it's the worst! It's yeah, the worst like, part of the whole crunchy, thing. Like, it's like you can like feel, like it's not bad, but like it doesn't hurt. Or anything, but, like you can just feel. Uh, my my dentist is fucking probably terrible in retrospect because uh, this guy wants to be a stand-up comedian. He's always trying to be funny, <laughs> and he sucks at like everything else. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why I, I continue to. I wish this dentist. fucking dentist would would. He's like he he has good like rapport before and after, but like during it. He's like not talking. He's just working. And in my head, I'm like, yeah. fucking say anything. Please, someone say something. Cause I obviously can't. I'm just like sitting there with my eyes closed, like, oh my God, I want to play Mass Effect this weekend. Um, what is he supposed to say to you while he's, while he's, that's working? true. That's true, I guess. It's, uh, I don't know. Anyways, I'm just happy that that part's over. I literally cannot wait to eat hard food again. Like, I am struggling right now. I've had so much fruit the last two days. That's like yeah, all I can have. I like that. It's not that like I like eating fruit. The the thing for me is that because because up. yeah because it's all I'm eating. I feel so empty, and I'm just like I want something heavier. Um, but I'm at least gonna wait a few more days before I you know eat anything a little bit harder. Just because I think I, I definitely waited way too long last time. Like I probably could have eaten harder food sooner last time. When I told the dentist when I went back for my follow up that I still wasn't eating hard food, he was like why you can eat hard food now i'm like oh i didn't know i didn't want to fuck anything up because it's still a hole in my mouth he's like yeah the hole's gonna be there for a little bit but you're good now he's like you know obviously don't like chew directly on top of that but yo someone's jacking your car yeah i don't know what the fuck's happening what the fuck (laughs) where is this podcast being fucking recorded what the fuck is this for a second that i was like is that me but then i realized i I only heard it i only heard it when you were talking yeah i don't know what's going on i don't know what's happening but Anyways, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about the dentist too much. Each, either way, each and every week we have a new, sorry, it's the medicine. Each and every day we have a new episode, each and every day, Jesus, I hope not. Each and every week we have a new episode for you. I, this intro is fucking garbage. We have a new episode every week, Past Control Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Fred and Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime 
senpai himself. He's so fucking money and he doesn't even know it. Mr. Michael Lazier. <laughs> How are you doing, uh, Mike? That was a great callback to Swingers. Good job. You love it. You love it. How how uh how are you feeling after getting your second shot today? Oh, you got your second shot, nice. Yeah. No, not really feeling anything. That's good. I mean, that's I'm I'm jealous. Were you the Pfizer gang? Yep. Yeah, well, the Pfizer gang rolls deep and fucking none of I don't know anyone who had Pfizer who like felt shitty. I yeah. Know you know, I think part of it too is I I think if you don't really have any symptoms, that's probably like light confirmation that you didn't get COVID at any point, like yeah. and we're like asymptomatic or something. Because that must be, I, I I bet that most people that thought they didn't have didn't get COVID, but then like felt shitty from the shot, probably were maybe asymptomatic and had it at some point. Um, but anyways, that's good. I'm glad you're you're not feeling garbage. Though I would be careful about tomorrow. I wouldn't. Yeah, tomorrow. I wouldn't. The next day. Yeah, it's I like wouldn't. Fourteen hours, I think they said. After yeah, the shot. I wouldn't plan on much tomorrow just in case um just crack open a mai tai right now and shake it down <laughs> with some water you know you'll be good i mean i yeah. do i even have mai tai still i don't remember anymore i got a bunch of shit in my trunk Mike. not mai tais but i got a bunch of shit in my trunk if you want to stop I, by I, you I, can yeah. take some shit um anyways rounding us out i'm gonna be fucking off the rails this episode apparently um I have to take this fucking antibiotic four times a day, and it's so hard to keep track of. That's why I just had to take it. It's like four times a day, spreading that out. I'm like, when did I take it last? Um, anyways. Good time on your phone. That sounds like too much work. Uh, rounding us out, it's not. Like, I'm just an idiot. The Monster Hunter himself, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Good. Very good. I'm looking to fucking play some games after this. Ooh. It's tough, man. It's like there's too much out right now, and I'm just fucking jumping all around like crazy. You, you got to play Mass Effect. I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I mean, that's what I'm on right now. I mean, I I beat Resident Evil, so you know, that's. I, although I do want to jump back into that, but um, and then Returnal. I keep on jumping into that, mm. and then Monster Oh, you didn't finish Returnal yet? I don't know. Like, for some reason, I thought you I did. Listened, it's funny. I listened to Triple Click for the first time in forever because I saw that they were talking about Returnal. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not Maddie. What's the other, not Jason? What's what's the other guy? I'm a, my favorite dude is from it, the podcast. Is it um, Patrick Klepek? No. What the fuck is his name? This is gonna drive me crazy. Uh, uh, got, why can't I think of the name either? Kurt. Kurt. Oh, Kirk Hamilton. Yes. Yeah. Um, he uh, beat the game and only died seven times. That sounds and I'm just like, like not normal. No. And basically that's what Jason and Maddie were both saying. They were just like, yeah, I mean, like you clearly play. He's like, yeah, I played this game and like I'd play for an hour and he played it very carefully. And whenever I play like a roguelite, I like fucking go crazy. I'm like, run. And I'm like running around just trying to do it super fast, which mm-hmm. after a while I take some deep breaths and then I'm like, oh, I can easily beat this boss now. You know, like it's just, I just have that in my head with some of these games that like the quicker I go, the quicker, you know, and it's probably not the greatest approach for these games, but yeah, it's, uh, it's tough though. I, I can only make it to the second biomes boss and I can't beat him. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Um, if I get a PS5, maybe I could imagine, but can't get a PS5 still. So it's just wild. Is that, uh, I think it's only going to get worse now over the next few months just yeah. because they, they announced that there's going to be, 
probably delays and shortages yeah, no, until it's next across year. Across the board, it's like it's with. I was reading something today. It's going to be like it's across the board. It's, it's with switches like, too. It's everything. It's like the components. Well, no, it's not even just not even just gaming. Like food, we're going to see like a lot of like issues with food and a whole bunch of other things too. It's like going to be a it, these next couple months are not going to be great for for I believe it. Certain things that you like, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the supply chain of so many things has been fucked up from everything. So, yeah. and still you know currently fucked up and that's not like things have changed too drastically at this point um but yeah so we got we got a we got a nice little show for you this evening dom is not available to join us tonight and uh we're gonna keep it keep it light keep it keep it a little threesome you know what i'm saying keep it keep, keep it, it going light, keep it tight keep it light keep it tight but before we roll into tonight's episode a couple of housekeeping things this episode of the Passing Controller Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday evening, and you want yourself something delicious, something sweet, something hot and fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. But if you're like me and you're still trying to keep a safe distance from literally everybody you can get them to deliver it right to your doorstep if you are in this area and let me tell you they come just as hot and just as fresh like they were pulled out of the oven of a car when they show up to your house so i'm just saying i'm just saying what if you like looked outside when you got it delivered and some the guy had like the box on top of his motor he opened <laughs> he, oh, like, comes he, out, he just, takes it out of the engine <laughs> yeah, i mean why not dude. why not <laughs> Uh, the, I didn't look at the actual flavors tonight, Mike, but I saw, I looked at their social media posts and I at least assume one of them is cinnamon toast crunch. I don't know if you saw cinnamon this. Cinnamon toast crunch, um, salted caramel, Oreo, something. It's like vanilla Oreo, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. And the third one I didn't get. I forget what it was. It's funny it about social nuts or something social media just going to social media and a little off topic but like i've kind of stepped away from a good chunk of social media recently and it's fucking nice it really i is. noted like, because normally i would see that you had commented on something and got into a huge debate with a bunch of strangers yeah, man. i haven't seen that I'm recently done, man i no, forgot I, about I, that like I, facebook i don't even use anymore i i don't yeah even, i don't use facebook i don't use instagram uh, I'll, I'll occasionally jump on instagram if someone sends something to the group that we have in there um, and then I use, I, I still do Twitter occasionally. Um, I got fucking t- TikTok all day, every day. That's like the only thing I like. It's like lighthearted stuff. I need like, I need those laughs. I don't need Todd, to see depressing shit all day. Todd is my source of TikTok. Like I don't ever go on TikTok unless Todd sends me or Mike, you occasionally send a TikTok, which I'm assuming is not coming from TikTok. It's coming from Reddit. If I ever send you a TikTok, it's typically because I saw the video elsewhere and then I I made the effort of finding the okay. actual TikTok. You wanted to give the you wanted to give the TikToker I want to give the, the view. The credit, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. I, I fuck with that, Mike. I like that rationale. Um, I I want to use TikTok more for like past controller stuff. I just don't know what the fuck to make. Like I don't. You got to be creative, and I'm just not like I don't have enough energy. <laughs> I mean, I'm creative. It's just no. I don't we we have our hands in so many other pots. Like how many more pots like, can we be in? To, you need to like find some weird, stupid thing and like roll with it, you know. Yeah. And it's just, I just don't have that. I you, don't have. Yeah, you would either need to do that, or you would have to use it to, if you edited down some of your stream clips into something bite size, you could throw. Out yeah. And like, oh, this I, guy's, this guy's a hoot. I'm gonna follow him on uh, all the social. Yeah, but that's platforms. the thing. I'm not a hoot, so like they're gonna look at this and go, "Who the oh, fuck yeah, is yeah, this no, guy?" No, no, no. This would this would require heavy editing, <laughs> lots of lying, just outright fibs and 
I don't know what else you could do to jazz it up. Yeah. At this point, the only reason why I still have a Facebook account is because of the Oculus. Whenever they, whenever they hopefully at some point disassociate those two being necessary, I'm going to bow down from Facebook. I I don't use Facebook for anything. I only like it because it's like documentation of life events with my family and like yeah. friends. And that's the only thing I like about it. And like everything else has become like this whole platform of like old racist people in their 60s fucking yelling yeah. at each other or fake accounts and old people who yell at each other. And I mean, honestly, for, for like for the most part, Facebook, my at least my Facebook feed for the most part is basically like people that I don't interact with on Twitter. Like people that don't have a Twitter or I guess don't have an Instagram. And most of the people that are on there that, that I are on my feed are like, you know, the people, the stuff that I see, I'm like, why am I like, why is this person even connected to me still? Like what is happening? Like, I I just don't want to deal with this. And some of the stuff I see, I'm like, man, I liked you. Why the fuck are you saying this shit? Yeah. Why are you, and why are you using Facebook at this point in the Facebook career? Like, 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 like tell this to your friends. Like, no one wants to fucking hear you talk shit about like some president or fucking like, it's just like enough. Or like like, vaccines and COVID, just like shit like that. I'm just like, I don't like. I, I mute a lot of people on there because it's like I don't want to go through the issues of like having to have some stupid confrontational thing I've because almost, of your I, thoughts on vaccines. Because like you guys know, I'm like the most confrontational yeah. person on. Well, I used to be, and like I'm just like I literally. There's been like not recently, but a few months ago, I would be like writing up like almost a paragraph, and I stop myself. I'm like Todd, what are you doing? Yeah, you're just talking to someone that doesn't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, exactly. Stop wasting your time. It's like stop. I would argue that like 99 percent of the time, if you engage with anyone, even if it's someone you know on social media about a disagreeing opinion on something like that, you're never going to change anyone's mind. So it's like a so it's like a know, fruitless conversation that I just don't have so the crazy. energy for. I looked. I so I got like some notification that someone sent me a message in Facebook, and it ended up being nothing. But I didn't even look at my Facebook like messaging part that I just didn't even really know about. Mm-hmm. I have some fucked up shit. Remind me that it's a screenshot. You some of these things. Someone wished my kids would get SIDS. Like yikes! Like yo, like legit, like some because I probably commented on political shit. Yeah, and that's like that was their comeback. Like I, I mean, I I have some stuff. Like, I have some stuff in recent time from people that yeah, I know yeah, that yeah, I'm just like right. like. Yeah. I I want to tell you to like fuck off, but I'm I'm not gonna go down that avenue because I you know I care about other people that are unfortunately connected to you, <laughs> um, yeah. so I'm just gonna uh, you know avoid that stupid confrontation instead, not even give you the satisfaction of having an interaction with you. Um, but anyways, that that was our very weird ad read for <laughs> good night, Fatty. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking... I don't know how we got there, but uh, yeah, but it's I... good because we were like, we were like, we don't know what we're gonna talk about today. Hey, we just here we go. Like a good ten yeah, we're just talking about fucking shit You're that nobody cares about. Um... I went there yesterday and and got two of the the ones I mentioned. Whoa, today's Saturday. You just made me realize today's Saturday, Mike, when you said that because I was like, you went there on Thursday. How? Right, uh, okay. You've said. Dory started off this episode by saying. Oh, with me this lovely Saturday evening is the anime. Like that was something you said 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I get my fucking maracas here, Mike. I mean, uh, when we were playing It Takes Two all day yesterday, I'm like, is it Sunday? It I know, and you fuck it. You that threw me for a fucking <laughs> loop. I was like, no, I, I can't like, be Sunday already. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, a few other housekeeping things before we keep rolling through the PTC Movie Club for May is Dom's pick, and he has a theme. For his picks I'm just in the first. Come out and say this, this pick you already watched it. Rough. I <laughs> attempted like the first hour with Liam, and it's like 
I mean, we don't need to talk. I'm not going to get into it right now, but like literally everyone in this movie is just like, I'm phoning this in for this sweet, sweet paycheck. You yeah. know, like it is just brutal. You I guys mean, are just gonna be like, if you were in that situation, I'm, why I'm not? Jazzed. Get that, di- get that, get that yeah, Disney yeah, paycheck absolutely. and bounce. Like absolutely. Eddie Murphy doesn't give a fuck. Make that paycheck. Um, but yeah, so that being said, Dom's pick is The Haunted House, I believe, or Haunted Mansion, The Haunted Mansion, uh, starring Eddie Murphy. Uh, it's on Disney Plus. I don't think it's anywhere else streaming. So if you bought it for some reason or want to rent it, uh, you there you go. That's the PTC Movie Club pick for May. We will talk about that on the last episode of May. And then who's it back to? Some, is it back to Todd? It's me, and I got some fucking. Oh I got some real good ones that are going up on that poll. And oh I, uh, boy. I, Wait, I thought I, you weren't going to do a poll. This is like a, this is like a no, whole... Was, de- okay, you're going to yeah, go yeah, to no, poll? I, I wasn't okay. going to. But like, I, I... It's been like, what, four or five months? And, that, and every fucking month, I'm like, fuck, what about this one? So I get a, I get a list of... I, I, it's going to be four. That would, I want to watch every single one of them again anyway, so... Oh, John Wick? Yeah, I mean, I should do that just so you watch John Wick. I'm surprised that no one has picked John Wick at this point. Like, this is your golden it. opportunity to make me watch yeah, John Wick. Yeah, seen it, and like, I don't need, I don't need to force you to watch it and I want you guys re-watch to watch myself, like I'll gems it. that you would never watch, that you would never think. Like, I, like you'll probably eventually watch John Wick, but I want you to watch movies that you probably never even heard of that you probably might end up liking. Uh, yeah, I, yes, I want you to pick movies that you think I'm gonna like. Like, not I don't know. Dom's throwing these Honestly, fucking cards out here. I rewatched Midsummer recently, and the ending was so good. I kind of want you to just watch that. Oh, movie. stop! Just go, like, once it, stop but that's, that. not, that's not even going to be in my picks. So okay, good. Maybe, good, good, good. Maybe when it comes back around to like the Halloween time, if my picks in Halloween, I'll make you watch. Even though it's not a scary movie, what? Yeah, but like I'm scared of the fucking thing chasing you in the medium. So like everything is scary to me. Yeah, but there's nothing. It's all daylight stuff. Like nothing like that happens in that movie. Doesn't it's matter. Still like, makes me fucking scared. Yeah. I, I don't like no, tension. I, I don't like fucking tension. There's no um, tension really. I feel like in that movie either. It's just. It's weird. It's, Harder to describe. Every uh, once in a while, and I think I I sent one in a group chat before, but uh, Instagram has their their TikTok clone built into yeah, the app, yeah, I've seen which that, is yeah. which is largely Basically, just they, they TikTok videos. TikTok. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I saw one. I think I sent one before that was you know a reference to Hereditary, and then I saw another one by the same guy doing it for Midsummer. I think and I was like, I should send this to you guys. But I think I must have sent the first one around. Like, I don't want to be the guy that just sends TikToks from the same person all the time. What What was it from Midsummer? Do you know? I I can't remember because at least with the Hereditary one, I understood what was happening. Like, I understood the reference in Midsummer. Uh, whatever something told told me it was Midsummer, obviously, but yeah. I don't remember yeah. what actually happened in the video. Yeah, totally get you. Uh, a few other housekeeping things. Uh, I was recently on the HP Critical podcast, so definitely check that out. Uh, we talked about a lot of great things. It was a like a nice two hour episode, so a lot of topics covered there. So check that out. Um, I think I have something else. I can't talk about that yet. Actually, um, I did just put up the first hour of gameplay for the Famicom Detective Club: The Missing Air up on our youtube channel so if you're curious about that game i'll talk about it a little bit today but if you're curious about that game want to see that game in action uh you can check that out over on our social uh media our youtube and we also have our upcoming 12-hour live stream to raise money for uh myasthenia gravis uh which for those of you listening who don't know uh is a rare disease that uh my partner jen has so every year we do a 12-hour live stream to raise money for the MGFA, 
all the money goes towards uh, research and awareness for MG. So if you want to tune into that, that is going to be Saturday, June 12th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, Eastern time at twitch.tv slash pass controller. Uh, if you want to donate, then you can, you can donate now. We also have two new t-shirts up on our shop at pastthecontroller.threadless.com, or there's also a link to the, our shop on our website at pastthecontroller.io. Uh, both of those shirts, whichever one you buy, if you buy one or both, all of the proceeds from those shirts go directly to the fund. So if you want to buy a shirt, you can do that, or you can, you know, donate directly, or you can just, if you don't have money to spend, you can always just share, uh, the announcements in the in the streams that way hopefully other people who can donate can tune in yo you know we need we need to do what we said we were going to do with that for you like we need to because it's 12 hours we need to put you in a very uncomfortable situation just to get that viewership going into fucking something to like like play resident evil 7 or you know listen what I'm saying? Like, we can put in, we can we can talk we can VR. talk about we can talk about donation milestones and if we get to certain ones maybe i'll play five nine freddy's maybe i'll play resident evil who knows how about you play resident evil 7 vr i'll give you my copy of the game use your playstation uh, vr up and running you want to fucking shit your pants and watch see i don't want to shit my pants that would have to be a lofty goal we're gonna have to get to a high number for that it's how you're starting it off and that's how you're gonna get that viewership going definitely and you're gonna just tease at 10 a.m no one is gonna tune in at 10 a.m to watch that bro i'll I'll fucking be there listen i don't want to start i don't want to start my 12-hour day off doing that because i'll be fucking rattled for the rest of the day he does at night at 10 p.m at night he'll start playing resident evil VR streams and I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll put a 4D element into it. I don't know. Todd, just go over his house and start throwing things. Fuck that. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> Jade said, said the uncomfortable situation is bringing back charity. There was the first year that we did the stream. I think it was the first year that we did it where we played Rock Band and we got to a certain milestone that Jen dressed me up in her clothes put makeup on me and gave me a wig and i played rock band with mike uh as my alter ego charity oh yeah that was that wasn't that was the thing it was a thing that was the most money we raised though last year we would have raised more money but there was an issue with the website where it wasn't tracking donations properly so it was the money was getting donated but it wasn't getting donated to our team so it was just going to the MGFA, which is fine. I mean, money's still going there. What did what did we play last year? I feel like I jumped in with you. Uh, we probably played Overwatch. Played, we, we definitely played Overwatch player. at some point. That's probably when I had a bunch of, of you guys on. But we can we can we can do other stuff. But there'll, there'll be a lot of things. I know a lot of people want to come on at some points too and and play stuff. So I'm sure we'll we'll do a bunch of different things. Maybe some Among Us. Uh, you know, maybe some Jackbox. Well, Jackbox. I don't know because I feel like Jackbox always has this tendency for like if some random person that's watching on twitch joins they say racist shit and i'm like yeah i mean i guess we could block it out like we could just not allow people to join us which you know maybe we'll do that um or let people that we know yeah let's let specific people join us that way it's it's you know not these random trolls on the internet that are popping in and you know saying the n-word or or whatever else they they want to say because they're fucking idiots um but yeah it'll it'll be a good time I'm, i'm excited for it um, I'm going to have a couple of good pizzas or something on hand so I can fucking eat at some point and not be scrounging for food during it. I always forget to get food beforehand. 
Um, yeah, get, get that chili. Get get like get a pot of chili going the night before. You know. I mean, that's not a terrible idea, but I also like again, I can't I can't be taking fucking poop breaks during the middle of this. <laughs> I'm also not bringing the camera into the bathroom. You have to. That's part but of a certain could. tier. That's a certain yep. tier. Once, <laughs> no, you hit that's like one million percent not happening. Just the camera just shows your feet with your pants around the light, your ankles. That's it. It's like guys, I'm doing yeah. it. <laughs> We're streaming for charity. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, we got got some things coming up. Uh, got some other things in the works that we'll we'll talk about soon. Uh, but anyways, moving right along. Uh, Mike, have you been playing anything this week? Anything different, or just kind of the same old stuff? Oh, I don't even think I played video games this week. To be honest. I yeah, I haven't seen Mike on Xbox. A real fucking time. gamer over here. Did you get the May MMA skin? I think I know I did it on PC because it was convenient, and I think at some point I must have turned on my Xbox just to quickly buy it. Oh, it was a purchasable skin? Yes. With like regular coins or with Overwatch League tokens? Tokens. Interesting. That's how you know Overwatch is dead for me when I don't even go back to get a May skin. Overwatch is dead for you because you uninstalled it from your Xbox. Oh yeah. Which <laughs> I don't. I, I still don't understand how you did that. Why you did that? I mean, I don't. I don't play it by myself anymore. And yeah, but I mean, I have it's no like that's not a game that's fun to you to just jump in with with the with the group and just fucking have a good time. I I Overwatch will always be fun to me. Like. For, for me personally, at this point in my life, I would much rather get the crew to jump into Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, that that, that's not going to happen. You're not going to get anyone besides me to play that. Uh, yeah, I know. But, I mean, man, you never know. We might be able to find some people. But like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would, much, I would much rather do Rainbow Six Siege or something like that because uh, Overwatch was great for, for the, the, the fucking four years I played it nonstop, you know, and I yeah. burnt myself out on it. And, I mean, we're know, getting like, Overwatch 2 news soon. That stream is this month, right, Mike? Probably not getting that game either. Uh, yeah, they're gonna talk about. No, that. they're gonna like do a, I think a deep dive onto Overwatch Two. I'm I'm excited for it. I think they're gonna show a bunch hey, of stuff but, that they but, never. But we know that about. Overwatch Two is basically appeasing the people who didn't like the multiplayer aspect. So if that's what a big chunk of Overwatch Two is, I I don't like, think that's what they're doing. The PvP. No, it's like they, when they showed up Overwatch Two, like whenever I, it was like two or three years ago. I don't know, but. A big chunk of what they showed was like the PvP stuff, like, the PVE uh, no, stuff, PV, PV, PVE stuff. Yeah. yeah, which like I hate that stuff. Whenever there's like an event and that stuff in there, it yeah, is so boring. I know you don't like it, like it, but like I don't know the stuff they've no, shown it's... with that stuff looks really good. Like I like the idea of like all these different like moves and stuff that you know aren't going to be in the regular game, but like kind of upgrading Reinhardt and stuff like no, that, that to that have cool moves. Cool, yeah, like I feel like fighting against those enemies is just boring. As I possible. think there'll be a lot. I, th- I think it's going to be a lot better of like, a system than just like fighting like against Duncanstein's Revenge and uh the other one, whatever other event where you're doing the PvE stuff is literally I think some of the worst stuff that they ever put out. Yeah. It's like like I hate it. I don't, I don't think it's good. So they need to do a lot to fix that. But yeah, I don't give me a new multiplayer game. I'm waiting for that Sony new multiplayer game to drop. See what they got. What Sony new multiplayer game? There's some. They said that they have some multiplayer IP, new IP that they're fucking in, in the works on. So I just Let's want something see. new. Give me something new. Yeah, you get a. Uh, you'll get something. You get Halo Infinite this year. Yeah, give me that. I, I wish we could have that now. I wish we had that like midsummer. That'd be a nice little midsummer. Treat. I'll be. I'll be shocked. It's probably. It's probably like a November game. I bet. Well, now they're saying Starfield 
possibility of dropping like remember how you said like it's not over xbox has some things yeah they definitely xbox definitely has at least one other bigger title that's coming out this year from from all the leaks that have been coming out recently with starfield it sounds like it could possibly be i i will personally be shocked if it's starfield i don't think that game's anytime soon we've seen nothing we've seen absolutely yes and that's what makes me think but at the same time if i remember correctly when bethesda showed off fallout 4 for the first time they showed it off at E3, and then it came out like three months later. So, yeah, like, absolutely. it's possible. Like, yeah. maybe that's what they're going to no, do. Um, but I, I, I would expect at E3 for Microsoft to at least have one game that's like, here's this brand new thing that we haven't talked about, and it's coming out in a few months. Oh, it's definitely Starfield because Jeff Grubb, who's like that guy, always fucking is right on yeah. point with these like leaks. He said it's Xbox PC exclusive, like. And it's he's like he said that with no hesitation yeah. on his Twitter. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I bit, I've so. thought from the beginning that all of these Bethesda games are going to be at first maybe not all of them, but like Starfield, that's a new IP. That's an Xbox game. Like that's not I, going to PlayStation and, at least not I, for I, a long I, time I was, if it ever does. I want like everything. I want Elder Scrolls. I want Doom. I want to at least do what they did with Deathloop and make it a year. Make it a year before fucking. Anyone I think else all of those it. things will be. I mean, I, and eventually they'll just be there. I'm telling you, the yeah. the goal, and this is me saying this again on the podcast, and I've said it on other people's podcasts, and I'll say it again now because this is what I believe, is. There's going to be a point, whether it's immediately with every future Bethesda game or like, you know, soon, that the only way any of those Bethesda ZeniMax games are going to any other platform besides Xbox and PC is if Game Pass is allowed to be on those systems. And that's the only way you can play it. Um, that, that That's just that is in my mind. A big part of this acquisition, obviously, is to give Microsoft like more IPs and more properties and more games. But Phil Spencer's also said like a big part of this is for Game Pass. So it's like if they're just making this badass Game Pass library, and there are games that people want to play, they're either going to buy an Xbox or they're going to have to work something out where Game Pass is on these other platforms. I see Game Pass coming to Switch before I see it coming to. PlayStation, but I think I that think PlayStation will ever take it. Like I, I, I would like to see it there, but I, don't I think, think it will ever get I there. think there will be a time where they have no choice, especially because, yeah, like Sony bought Insomniac, but in the Insomniac purchase versus like the stuff that Microsoft's buying is is like a very very stark difference. But if you think about it, like Sony fucking makes out in that because Sony bought like uh, yeah. Insomniac for very compared yeah. to what Michael. Oh no, of course. Wild. But I mean, to be like, fair, I mean wild. the stuff that, like, it's a good acquisition for them. But the st- like Microsoft bought like thirty fucking things, yeah. um, and, it's gonna, and that's just the Zenimax, but that's the stuff. Twenty twenty two, twenty three is going to be wild for Xbox. Like, I think it's going to be wild be for like, both of them. If if Sony oh, came yeah. out and said that they have like twenty three or twenty five games in development, first party games, and half of them are new IPs, if that's true. And those are things that are going to come out in the next, you know, two to three years. I think I think this generation of games is potentially going to be like one of the best generations of games ever. If there's that much shit coming on um, for both platforms and obviously Switch too, because I think the Switch, like, I think the second half of the Switch lifespan is going to be some fucking heavy hitters. Like, I think just give me that OLED, just give me the OLED screen. That's all I fucking want. Yeah, right now. I think we're gonna get you know. Obviously, we're gonna Breath of the Wild two, Metroid Prime four, uh, you know, Bayonetta three. But I think we're gonna get like you know, 
probably a new Mario game that's like closer so closer to those, 3D World Bowser's Fury. Those second two games you said, like, I don't give a fuck about Metroid Prime at this point. Like, you know, like, give me the oh, game. Oh, I can't and wait I'll for that. Yeah. Buy it, but like, but like at this point, it's like it's been so long that I don't fucking care, and I don't even believe it's coming out. At yeah. This point. Oh, and it's definitely coming I'm, out. It's just Bayonetta. I'm just kind of impartial on, you know. Yeah, I mean, but it has a big, big, it has a good cult yeah. fan base that you know is excited sure for that. I mean, if you like Devil May Cry, you probably like Bayonetta more because I, I think yeah, Bayonetta is better. Like but you know what? I I liked Astral Chain when I played it, but I just never jumped back into it. Yeah, like, I, I, I always want to play Astral Chain. Three hours of it. Uh, but I don't know. They they got they got stuff. I mean, and there's always you know they they got a well they could dip into. Um, which I guess we'll just move right into uh kind of what what else we've been playing and stuff. Uh, because that's kind of a good segue. So, the Famicom Detective Club came out this week, which. I mean, I don't know, maybe someone has some, some type of knowledge as to why this is like a, would make sense for them to bring this out and port this game. But these two games are from the NES. They're from the 80s. And from as far as I know, they've never been released outside of Japan. They might have got like PAL region uh, or European region uh, releases at some point, but they've never come to the US as far as I know. And like, for me, this is just such a, kind of just look at all the things that Nintendo has and look at all the things that Nintendo hasn't put new games out or, or ports for in a while. And it's like, this is kind of a random out there thing, but no, because it's a final character for smash. This is going to, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I also wouldn't be mad about it. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, give me this fucking detective dude. Like who doesn't do anything. I'm fine with this. Um, (laughs) he won't have a sword. So people will be happy about that. They can't get mad about swords. Um, but I, I, so I was like excited about it because I like Ace Attorney and this isn't really like Ace Attorney, but I mean, it's a narrative, uh, you know, it's a visual so novel. Like it, I actually really like Ace Attorney, but I don't know, like, I like Ace Attorney because I feel like I'm full, I feel like I'm always involved in that game and like, yeah. I, you know, and I, is this game like. So I'm, I'm only on chapter three of the first game. So it's, there are two games came out, The Missing Air and uh, I think the other game is The Girl Who Stands Behind You or something. Um, and I think the missing air is the first game. And I think the other one is the sequel maybe, or it's the second game. Um, and the first one, I believe the overall plot is like a murder mystery. And the second game I think is like a more supernatural suspense thriller. Um, but so I'm only chapter three in, so I don't know if at some point there are like different things that you do, or if there's courtroom scenes or anything like that. Um, so is it like, so the story is like, the game so the first game the story is basically the whole game it's like you know because like i like yeah. attorney because like you're always it's like keeps you on your toes and you're you got a new case you got a yes. new case yeah. you got a new case and, yeah which so it's not like that it's not like that but like it's like i'm enjoying it like i it i don't know when i play more of it i can have a better idea if it's like more comparative to ace attorney at this point i would say not really like obviously there's the whole like you're a detective so like there's there's parts of ace attorney where you're like snooping through scenes and stuff trying to find evidence and clues and all that and you're doing a little bit of that here but a lot of it is like talking to people and like questioning them about shit and like trying to figure out like what's going on um there's there's some like questionable things there's some you know murder stuff so you're kind of trying to like figure out who who's doing stuff and like what's going on um the story's interesting enough and I like the graphics a lot. Like it's, it's a nice, uh, you know, it's just, it's just like well represented. Um, but yeah, it's I, the thing about Ace Attorney that I love 
is I think the courtroom scenes of Ace Attorney, like I feel like I've never played anything that like that in a video game, and they're so well done, and I love that tension. Um, I kind of don't get that same like type of like tension and like figuring stuff out in this game yet. But there have already been a few moments where I'm like, who the fuck do I need to talk to now? Like, what, where, how do I progress past this point? Like, what am I missing right here? Um, so it, it's not bad. I'm enjoying it a lot. I kind of want to see where the story goes. So I'll have a better idea as that gets on. But the other reason why I wanted to support this game off the bat is because I still feel like this is such an out there game for Nintendo to just throw over here for some reason. If this game does well, I feel like this means they're going to start doing more shit like this. And that's like what I want them to do. It's like, give me more stuff that's only been in Japan. I'll fucking play it. Like, I'll give it a I'm shot. I'm surprised that Professor Layton, like, as well as it did. Like, I feel like people really love Professor Layton. And we haven't seen shit from that. Uh, and I was actually very underwhelmed by the Professor Layton game. I played him like, these puzzles are way too easy. This yeah. Kind of silly. I've never played a Layton game. I don't know how, like, how much it is, uh like how much it relies on the second screen. So maybe it's like too pain, too much of a pain in the ass maybe. to like make yeah. it work on the switch. But I think there is a switch game that came out. So I think there is one game on the switch, but I think that that studio, uh, has had some trouble over the last couple of years where I think they're, they're basically not going to distribute games outside of Japan right now. Um, which means like if Nintendo decides to start distributing them outside of Japan, maybe, or, you know, maybe this is a situation where, like, Microsoft swoops in. It's like, we'll fucking distribute your games. Put them on Game Pass. Um, Microsoft needs all the help they can get in that department. So I mean, and that'll also give them more of a foothold in Japan, which is, like, yeah. a you know, a, a market that they they want to try to tackle more. So yeah, could, like, couldn't be a bad like thing 60, for them. 60,000, 60, like, PlayStations a week, and then there's, like, 302. I know. Xbox, it's, it's, always, it's always crazy to look at those numbers. <laughs> it really is. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been playing that um and enjoying that a lot mass effect legendary edition came out but i didn't get my copy until today so i haven't touched it yet because i wanted to play more of famicom detective club but i'll probably be digging into uh mass effect tonight and tomorrow I'm gonna start the ha- hashtag stop buying physical because all i see on twitter every time a new game comes out is no one gets until fucking saturday or sunday or the next week yeah like this... i would be livid so i never like, have this pro- like i like never have this problem it's but the COVID last two games it is COVID. it's got to be the last yeah. two games monster hunter came a day late and now this came a day late um i mean i guess i really could have just went to best buy and picked it up and it I would have had it yesterday, but yeah. I didn't You're think I was, the, you know, yeah, I, I wasn't like knowing that I had the detective club game. I was like, this is just more of a reason for me to play a little bit of this game first. Cause I would have just played mass effect and not touched anything else. So it probably worked out for me better that that happened. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying that. I think, uh, I guess briefly I'll touch on new Pokemon snap. Cause we didn't talk about that last week. So I played through yes. that game. I finished that game. Dom and no I were talking about that game. No, I, a bunch of people on my feet are loving that no, game. I'm at this at this point, no one's talking about that game. That game came and went. That no, game, I see no a lot. I see a lot of people game. still. That game's gonna sell really well. I mean, it's not. It, it's the same thing. Like people were saying, oh, when that game got announced, people were going nuts for a week, and then no one talked about it. It's like it's Pokemon Snap. It's not like this game that I don't think is gonna like hold the conversation past the week that it's out. But I, it's gonna I, be I, a game that sells very well for a long period of time for Nintendo, and like the people that play it. Here, here's my take on Pokemon. The, the oh, graphics go ahead. look so bad that the pictures don't look good. That's Whoa. My take on that. 
it's gorgeous on the switch that, i don't think it's yeah, gorgeous sure it's great i'm saying like the pictures don't translate to what i've seen like it the only time i ever saw people posting pictures with it was in the first three days no one on and i follow a lot of video game people not a single fucking person has posted anything on pokemon snap and this is exactly what i assumed would happen with pokemon snap i still and, see people posting about it yeah I, I don't see anyone talking about it i don't see any it's it's it came in i mean there's not a lot to talk about it's just the, fucking it's taking pictures of po- that's it I mean, yes and no. Here's the thing with Pokemon Snap is that because Dom called me yesterday and he was like, what, like, should I pick up Pokemon Snap? Because I can't. Is Dom a Pokemon guy? I mean, he, yeah, a little bit. He's at least a Pokemon Snap guy. I mean, Mike, you've you've played Pokemon Snap back in the day. I think I did, but it was probably a blockbuster rental, so I did not play it much. Yeah. I played it for whatever period of time. But Dom had it at WPI. You didn't play it ever there? Not that I can recall, no. Oh, okay. I also don't remember him having it there, to be honest. I have his copy right here. He definitely had it there. Um, But yeah, I... He, so he asked me if it was worth picking up. And here's here here is where I'm at with Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap. It is a game that I enjoyed a lot, and I will pop back in it from time to time, even though I finished it, because there's a lot. There's, like, I finished the story, but there's, like, a lot more if I want to 100% it and, like, find all the Pokemon and do all the stuff and unlock everything. But it's a game that I have a really hard time recommending to anyone, because what I said to Dawn was basically, it is, if you played Pokemon Snap on the Nintendo 64, it is a better version and more of that game. If you want to play that again, then maybe check it out. But it's like, like for me personally, this is like a solid seven or eight. I got, I had a lot of fun playing it. It was great chunk of my time. I don't regret buying it. Like I don't mind spending $60 on it. it. Gave me what I wanted. Is it a masterpiece? No. Did it reinvent photo games? No. Did it like do anything spectacular? Not really, but it was enjoyable for me. The, I think this is the problem, is that Pokemon, the original Pokemon Snap was way ahead of its time, okay? And I think that in this day and age, every fucking game comes with a photograph mode. Yeah. And I just think that, I don't want to like knock the Switch, because the Switch is one of my favorite consoles ever. And I don't think it looks fucking terrible or anything like that, but I just don't think that you're not getting the kind of pictures that you would get in a Spider-Man game or like basically any game you can have. Yeah, but it's not that type of game though. That's not, it's not not that type of game. I'm saying that like, no, I'm saying like, like you can get that, what you're getting from Pokemon Snap out of games that you're not even buying the game for a camera. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. That's the thing. It's like, and and here, here's where I'm at with this is that I think if you don't love Pokemon, this game is probably not for you. If you don't have an affinity for the original Pokemon Snap, this game is probably not for you. If you're not a kid, this game is like if you're if you're a kid that doesn't have those other two things, then you like Liam would probably like this game at some point. Yeah, I don't know if he would. I think the only way he would like it is if I get him that camera attachment, which I probably will eventually. But like, there's a I camera attachment. Is, well, the thing that you can take pic, you can. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The, that the, part of it, uh, I'm I'm excited about. I can't like yeah. that will when I finally get one of those, that will make me play Pokemon Snap more. And he would um, eat that shit up. He would love it. He would want to like yeah. those pictures in his room. Exactly. Yeah. That. And that and that's cool. And I like that aspect of it. I kind of wish there was a way for that to just be an organic thing that was part of the switch. Like you could just yeah. do it on your phone and fucking That'd do it. Great. Um, but you know, for what the game is, I liked it a lot. Like I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. Like the Illumina stuff in the game, which is like, 
these special Pokemon that have like, I don't know, Illumina shit, they glow and stuff. I think those parts of the game are so bad and I wish they weren't fucking in the game because they just slow down the game for me. Um, but like, this is for me, like photo mode in other games is like this thing where you are setting up shots perfectly and like spending time to do this stuff where Pokemon snap is you're on rails and you're constantly moving. So it's part of the challenge is like, you can't set up the perfect shot. You have to try to catch the perfect shot, which makes it more of more of a game. Um, where if it was yeah, just, you walk throwing those balls, this looks like, Oh, this looks terrible. Like, Oh, keep on throwing those until you get the fucking perfect angle. I'm like, Ugh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is fun, but again, like you don't like Pokemon. So like, I think you so would hate I this game Pokemon. regardless. Get the fuck no, out of no. here. No, I don't like Pokemon at all, but like, like a big play I, of this I is liking Pokemon. Pokemon. I would be willing to give Pokemon a chance if they actually made a different game than they have over the past 10 years, which they have not. Please. Like, always we're not going down the road. We're not going down this road. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, because you, you're you're incorrect yeah. about Pokemon, but <laughs> <laughs> um, w- this is what I hope for the future. I hope that if they make a third Pokemon Snap game, wonderful. But what I actually hope is that the next mainline Pokemon game, whether it's the RCS Legends game or whatever the next generation of Pokemon ends up being, I hope that they incorporate a camera into that game where it's more yeah, like a traditional camera yeah. like photo mode in other games because i feel like if you were walking around at your own pace and pokemon were just outliving in the environment and there were like maybe side missions that were like oh if you get these types of pictures you get these types of items or something or whatever or even if there wasn't that if there was just the ability to take out your camera and like crouch in the grass and like set up shots i think that that would blow people away like i think that would be like such a draw for the next pokemon game um well don't hold your breath because they fucking finally released dlc from mario party fucking four years <laughs> later so i mean i don't see any completely unrelated <laughs> completely unrelated no but like it's like it's like the most re- that that whole thing is just like the funniest thing to me that like no one has talked about mario party everyone's been shitting on mario party for years and they're like hey guys you can finally play I, I mean i don't know because mario party is like sold like fucking 15 million copies so yeah i mean probably in the first fucking two years when i don't know i don't even know nintendo just prints money with their games that's what it is for real but yeah i mean it's hard for me to recommend pokemon snap i think if you if you want to see the first hour of gameplay there's also on our youtube channel i stream the first hour of gameplay and it's up there but if you have nostalgia for the nintendo 64 game and you want to revisit that i think this game might be for you if you love pokemon want to take pictures game might be for you outside of that I don't really know. I don't like, I think if you don't like Pokemon, you would not like this game. Uh, even though it's not, a, you know, other than having Pokemon in it, it's not a Pokemon game. Uh, but I think if you just don't like Pokemon, you're just not going to enjoy this game. Yeah. I mean, they already have the fan base. So it's like, this is basically for the Pokemon fan base. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. 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 Which, is, which is not surprising. You know, like that's how it should be. You know? Yeah. But I mean, again, like I enjoyed my time with it, uh, except for the Illumina stuff. I thought it was really bad. Like, like just really bad. Um, easily 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 almost bad enough to make me think like do i want to finish this game because they were just annoying levels um maybe not that bad but they were they were the worst part of the game by far like it was it was just they were pointless to me they were probably they were probably great for kids who were like whoa it's so colorful and like cool whatever and for me i was like this is way too fucking slow i do not care this is stupid like i don't i don't care um but anyways uh, I guess the last thing I, I we, we could talk about is before we wrap things up is uh, 
maybe keep it spoiler free, but you finished Resident Evil Village this week, Todd, right? I did. I did. Yeah. How how do you feel about that? I actually really fucking enjoyed this game and I was a little nervous about it and I so there's like maybe one or two things that are scary in the game. Like Resident Evil 7 was so good because it just like the first half of that game you're just like on the edge of your seat and then it goes into like this whole like saw kind of thing after that and everything mm-hmm. whereas like resident evil 8 is basically hey let's do what we did with resident evil 7 but let's make it like resident evil 4 and it sounds like a little ridiculous but like it's it's basically resident evil 4 you're you're it's you're in you're, you're getting hit by waves of enemies at some points and then some points you're just not fighting anyone and you're like trudging through like scary little areas and stuff but I really enjoyed my time with the game. I'm, I'm probably going to jump into a second playthrough, which, you know, that doesn't happen very often with me for games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I do think that there's a... It's basically, like, you know, all those, you know, Lady D, all those people you see. Lady D is, like, the first part of the game, so, you know... And I thought that was one of the best parts of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished it in 12 and a half hours, so... I saw some people finishing it at like seven or eight hours. And so I kind of t- took my time with it. Yeah. There's still th- a lot of stuff I didn't do. I think I saw maybe it was IGN. Someone, someone shared a thing today that was like the average playtime is 10 hours. So like you're, you're right on that. Like you're on the higher end yeah. of it, obviously, but yeah, 10 I, hours. I, I took my time with it. I didn't want to like, I didn't yeah. want to like rush through it. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy it. Took it. Me like, yeah, it took me two weeks to basically finish it. But there is a point when you get to, is it the last, it's second to last boss. There's a level where it just gets very confusing because you're just following a map, but the map's like a four-tier map, so it's like this level, this level, this level, and it's not like it doesn't give you any checkpoints or waypoints of where to go. Mm-hmm. And the, it, it kind of went from this like I love this game to like I get to it was basically he- the Heisenberg character's level, and I get to this one part and I'm just like, damn, this part's completely taking me out of this game. And it's one of the last parts of the game. But I will say this. After you get past that part, the last hour and a half, to, yeah, it's like an hour and a half of that game, top notch. It was fucking great. It ended, and I have an issue with Resident Evil games because I feel like Resident Evil games do not ever know how to finish the game. Mm-hmm. They just get like a little ridiculous, and it's just like it, every time you're just like, I think this closed closed up some, some areas of Resident Evil really well, and I'm... Uh, kind of excited i mean i talked to you about yesterday obviously i'm not going to talk about it right now because some spoiler stuff but i was like wait where are they going now and what are we going to do and where is this wh- wh- what's coming next and uh yeah i i love i really enjoyed it minus that one section that wasn't it wasn't terrible but it was something that i was just like eh, i'm gonna play returnal instead or i'm gonna play fucking mm-hmm. this instead because this is just annoying me right now and i it's, it's not necessarily fun where everything was fun but yeah yeah i uh it's funny because I thought I wanted more scares, but I will say that this game does a really good job of balancing action and scares, and I think that's what this Resident Evil franchise needs to do. It can't be non-stop action, but it needs to be like... I think that's why Resident Evil 4 is so well-liked, because it's like... It's a know, little bit of everything. Good, yeah, it's a little bit of everything, and that's basically what this game is. It's a little yeah. bit of everything, and they, and they saw what Resident Evil 7 did, and, you know, and they ran with it, and they're like, what's the most popular Resident Evil game? Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's incorporate this into what we're trying to do right now, and yeah, it's uh, yeah. I was a little nervous about the game, but yeah, because my biggest gripe was Resident Evil Two was with Mister X, and I'm like, fuck this guy chasing me around. But yeah. like, 
that didn't bother me in this game with Lady D. And uh, I, I mean, yeah, it I, seems like that's her mo is chasing you around, but she's not the whole yeah. game. So like, are there are there other characters like that that chase you the whole game or no? No, that's the only so that's probably that's, the that's, that's probably why they did it that way, where it's like, it was like there's a portion of this. For, yeah, for me personally, yeah, like cause I don't. I, I, it's not that it's scary that it's getting chased. It like makes me not be able to explore the way I want to explore. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like with this game with Lady D, I could still explore even though I, if I saw her, like you can easily avoid her. She's not hard to avoid. You yeah. Know? Like if she sees you, like you can you can literally like you know that like video I showed you of someone had the fly swatter. And they were like, yeah. Is that a real thing in the game? It's like a mod or something. Okay. So that's I assumed game. it was a mod, but then I saw other yeah. people doing it, and then Mike sent that that Sil- Sylvanas. Clavanus? Uh yeah, I call him Sylvanus. So Sil- yeah. Sil- Sylvanus video and I was like, okay, this is either a mod or like <laughs> yeah, right. or this I, is I in the game. It's a very popular mod. Yeah. Oh yeah, now I can get why it's a popular mod. Um is this uh are you happy that they're sticking with first person or do you want them to go back to third person? So, yeah, we talked about this last night too and I uh I actually really enjoyed the first person, but ever since they did those remakes of RE2 and RE3 I really fucking like the way those games played. So I would be totally cool if I'm diving back. So the next chapter, I'd be cool if they abandon the first person. If they go first person, I will absolutely still play. Yeah. Not, probably not care. But I would like to see like that RE engine for... I, I, I'm like, every game I would prefer to have third person. I love third person. Games. Yeah, same. Those are like my favorite games. But um, yeah, I think they did a good job with all of it. And uh, I'm playing like the mercenary mode after, and that's fun as hell. So it's... Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a good, there's a good chunk of stuff to do. Uh, it's funny because everyone was like, "Oh, I love ten-hour games," and you know, this is like, I need more ten-hour games. And in some ways, I understand that and completely get that. But when people said that about this game, I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want this game to be over that quick." Yeah. But I think I spaced it out between all the other games I was playing well enough, where like twelve hours felt like it was way longer than twelve hours. Yeah. And like so honestly, I, I I I like a little bit of both like famicom detective club is supposed to be like seven hours and i'm like perfect like give me seven hours of this yeah, and i'll like be good perfect, yeah. and it's like mass effect's gonna probably be like you know who knows like 30 to 40 hours at Wait, least for what, me what is the what what is each game like i don't know like, i honestly don't, don't, know, don't even know dump into it. i honestly no, don't okay. even know i mean there's a lot unless i'm not remembering the first game correctly all three games have a lot of side quests and shit you can do so like you could dump a lot of time and there's obviously like all the social links so like if you want to like you know, be good with all your like companions or if you want romance How people. How serious are the choices you make in that game? Cause like, I don't know. I'm just jiving into this right now and I'm like so, picking, picking what I'm saying, but I'm like, I, I mean, know if this is good or bad. Or if, so I don't, I don't need like mass effect Twitter to come at me. Cause I love mass <laughs> effect. I love mass effect, but I haven't played these games since they originally came out. So like for me, part of the reason why I'm super excited about, uh, this trilogy is that because I haven't played these games since they came out, I remember like the overall things of what's going on, but there's going to be so much shit. I don't fucking remember. And I'm so excited to like basically replay the games kind kind of with a lot of stuff, not fresh in my brain. Um, but from what I remember, I'm pretty sure that your decisions matter throughout all three games and they carry over so like when you finish the first game you have i I believe you have the option you might be able to not do it if you don't want but you have the option to basically carry over your decision making from the first game that affects your second game playthrough and with the third as well 
because you used to talk up two so much, and I remember I bought it when it was cheap. And the first thing it asked me to do, which I only played like 10 hours of the first game originally. Mm. And the first thing it asked me to do is like, are you going to follow what you did in the last game? I'm like, well, I didn't play enough of that, so I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. But, yeah, no, um, there was a question I was going to ask, but I'm completely blanking right now. Is, uh, yeah, I'm lost. No, I don't know. I can't wait. Oh, I'm, ex- yeah, I'm excited to see what you think, because, like, I, I, I do think yeah. you'll like it. Like, I'm already enjoying it. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. And this is, might be spoilerous, but I don't think it is, because it's on Eden Prime. That's, like, the first fucking thing you do in the first game. Yeah. When that thing that happens with Shepard, where he has those flashes, is that something that's, like, the whole series is based on? Or is it just kind of, like, for the first game? Like, when he, like, he basically has, like, all these flashes of, like, when he, he touches, like, one of the, like, pylons or something that, like like the bad guys are like that turns people into the fucking the other things when they put the spikes through them and everything um i i'm i like i just don't know if i again i haven't played the first the first game in a long time i'm assuming does he have flashbacks of of the what 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 happens like where everything goes and like how it all plays out i'm pretty sure if i'm remembering this correctly yes that is gonna have some future stuff when that happened, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down to see what I, going. Like, I think, like, I honestly think that the story of the Mass Effect trilogy games is really good. I know some people have issues with the end of the third game. Uh, I personally don't really have any strong opinions negatively about it. Um, I kind of just like it um, for what the games are. I, for me, what it was is, like, I don't play a lot of these types of games, or if I do play these types of games, I don't usually get attached and invested into the characters and the story as much but with mass effect when i played that back whenever that came out on 360 i didn't get it when it first came out uh i probably got it i don't know a couple months later you know maybe six months later or something when someone was like oh this game's really good you should play it and i found a copy and i played it and it was like it fucking blew me away i was like i care about what the fuck is happening in these games like i care about these characters um and i'm hoping that's the case with me because i'm having i think you will so, like, I, I feel like, and, and I know it's an older game, I don't know about the voice acting so far and, like, the way the facial expressions are. And, like I said, I know it's an older game. Yeah, it's an it old game. Like very, like, it seems like I can't get into the characters themselves. And I feel like I had this issue when I played this game years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, played it, like, I don't know if 2 and 3 get much better. Yeah, I don't know if 2 and 3, like, animations and stuff get much better. They might seem a little dead, especially because they're older, too, compared to, like, yeah. games now. But, um... I know some people don't like Shepard's voice. Just doesn't make yeah. Sense see, like... some people don't like Shepard, like male Shepard, yeah. because Jennifer yeah. Hale plays the female Shepard. So I could have gone a female. Yeah, uh, oh, and damn. a lot of people like her performance a lot more. Uh, okay. So you could always. I don't His know. Voice isn't bad, but it sounds like it's like Master Chief trying to play Master Chief. Yeah. But like, it's like I don't know. Yeah. Like, I always so. played as as male Shepard just because. Uh, Actually, in the original game, I don't know if in the first Mass Effect, I think you can in this Legendary Edition play as female Shepard in the first game, but I think originally, I don't think you could play as a female Shepard in the first Mass Effect. They added that, I think, in the second game. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll i probably play it as male Shepard the first time. I, this is a game that I could I would probably play a second playthrough at some point. Um, but... I don't know. I, I'm I'm very excited to jump into it 
because it's gonna. It looks, it looks good. I mean, I was asking my biggest gripe, like I didn't know how it looked. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. For like, a, for like a, I think when did this game come out? Two thousand seven, two thousand six. Yeah. Like, it, it's like... it is an old game, so they did yeah. a good job with with making it look look good. Um, I've seen a lot of people posting screenshots on Twitter, and I'm like, yes, this looks Same. fucking great. Yep. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited for it. I hope you like it because I honestly oh, think honestly, it's like, like one of the best games. Alone, like I, I like my big like the combat feels a lot better than I expected it to feel like. Yeah. But I will say this: like I'm using like the sniper rifle, and all of a sudden, like you shoot someone, it doesn't even seem like they're getting affected by it. Yeah. You shoot them again, they drop. So yeah, it's so again. old. It's, it's so old. old yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I don't so need, like, it it like, makes like, me excited that you are okay in dealing with the combat now because. At least yeah. my nostalgia brain is like when you yeah. get to the second game, I feel like the combat is so much better. So like if you're liking okay with the combat now, I feel like yeah, the second really game you're gonna be like really and vibing the guns with it. Feel good. Like I don't know if it, it's like like when you dive into it, like the the assault rifle. Like I feel like I'm like have a powerful assault rifle when I'm shooting it in this game, and I don't feel like I felt like that when I played it in the original. Form, yeah, so. they. I, I don't. I didn't really dive into what they updated in this game, but I think they may have updated certain things about like the controls and gunplay in the first game just to try to make it not feel super old so like do i do you get like different weapons or do i just roll with these same like shotgun pistol or are there different uh, forms of these? in the, the first, f- game, right? first game i'm pretty sure you do get other things and the, the next two games you definitely have way more uh variety yeah, of, of I weapons it, i think it's all gonna like come full circle in like the yeah two and three I like it a lot. And so the reception and sales for this game have been so good, by the way, that Bioware is coming out and basically saying, like, keeps going this way. We're probably going to bring multiplayer back. So, like, multiplayer yeah, is probably going to come back. Yeah. I'm like, very excited. Buy it because I was like, I kind of really want to. I remember you, like, talking, completely talking up the Horde mode. I That's what the multiplayer is. I loved. The multiplayer in 3 was so good because it was basically yeah, just fucking Horde mode. And it was so good. And I had, like, barely anybody that I could play with. So I played it solo a lot, and I'm like, oh. Which is so weird to me, because, like, I bought every fucking game. I bought games that were fucking... You hated Mass Effect. You hated it. I didn't hate it. I just never bought it. Yeah. I just never was, like... It wasn't something that, like, grabbed me, because I played the first one. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I will say, because Mike just said it in the chat, there is... So there's, like, a Paragon and Renegade system, where, like, Paragon is, like, you make the, you know, morally good choices, and Renegade, you make the morally bad choices... Yeah. And those decisions also affect the game in a lot of okay, ways, cool. um, like a lot of ways. And oh, like you, cool. you, you make decisions that like you know certain party members oh. might die. Like oh, cool. you, you make certain happen. decisions that like affect a lot of stuff. Um, cool. There's yeah, there's a lot of things. There's there's, a lot, there's oh my god, it gave so good. I'm I'm curious to see there are certain choices you have to make in the first game, and I'm I'm curious to see what todd does like i'm curious yeah, to I'm see not, where I'm he plays not, it. i'm not looking up. anything up i'm just gonna play it i'm like jealous it. i wish i could go yeah. into this fully blind yeah i'm going blind like if i kill someone sorry you know yeah like, i'm not gonna try to like you know it depends on who i like and everything i'm, I'm, I'm curious happy. to see who your team ends up being like through 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 this game i there's a there's a character that comes in the second game that is like probably one of like top three favorite characters for me in, in all three games like i can't wait to get to him in in game two but fucking garris garris is my guy through and through like wait which one, is garris uh which one's he garris is like in the first game right he's in the first game yeah he he's like the th- one that everyone fucking loves like everyone loves garris if you don't like garris the there's who, something wrong with you he's the guy who was like trying to figure out who did the thing on eden prime right when you first start like i think i think he's a, he's the guy like i forget the the guy the, the specter who like 
you know, goes off the rails. Uh, I think it is. It's like he's a, he's an alien with a spiky back. Like yeah, and he's like a blue armor. armor. He's yeah, a sniper. Yeah, yeah. He's a sniper. Yeah, yeah. 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 Garrus Varkarian. Oh my yeah, god, it's my guy. There, there is a scene. Ugh, I don't want to say. I can't no, say. I can't yeah, say anything. There, I know. I know. But like, if Garrus stays with you to the end and you have a good relationship with him, in three, there is a moment that, like, I don't know. At least back then, when I played that game in like 2013 or whatever, that like, fucking. I teared up for the moment why, between why me and Garrus. Why have I never played Bioware games? Like, the only Bioware game I ever played was fucking Anthem. Anthem. Like, Which, Anthem was so why? good, but, uh, I mean, but, come but, on. Like, yeah, but it wasn't, but it was. You know, like, no, I know, but it's weird. And I've never played any Dragon Age game, ever. Yeah, I, I bought Dragon Age Inquisition for Xbox, but I never really played it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I always I, wanted to give it a shot. I'm sure, I'd probably some, like it. Yeah. Too, you know? But. Weird. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this journey. If you end up liking it, we'll fucking do a we'll do a fucking spoiler cast. We'll do a little fucking Mass Effect spoiler cast. Mike, I think you would like it too. Like throw the like throw the fucking game on easy if you don't want a challenging game. It's, I don't think it's that challenging to be fair. But like I don't feel like I've had to heal once. So and, yeah, uh, it's, we'll I, see how it gets. I think the world building and characters and like storytelling is really good. Like I think it's a it's a I think it's a universe that you would probably like. I'll, I'll I'll dust off the copy that I have for the Wii U and start back up again. That's three. Don't start with three. three. The third I'll game. Only three. And get to the end of the game. Um. Weird that that was even on the Wii U. That seems strange. Yeah, it got ported to the Wii U. I think. Well, uh, I think Mass Effect One was a Xbox exclusive. Like it's it's a yeah. it's a public it was published by Microsoft. I'm pretty that's sure. That's why I played it. That, that's why because it was like a I, I bought it when it was like a Microsoft Platinum games that were like ten dollars or yes. twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I have the I unfortunately also have the Platinum game. I wish I had the original game because that's probably very expensive. Um, but yeah, Jade in the chat makes a good point. The most important part is who's who's Todd gonna romance. Yeah, like I don't even know where that could go. There's a lot of people that come into play. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of people. Um, Oh my god! There's like, because like, I don't want to compare this to Cyberpunk because from what you're telling me, Cyberpunk seems very weak compared to like the choices in this game. And like, I could romance certain people in Cyberpunk, but like, yeah, everything was like streamlined in Cyberpunk. Yeah, which I kind of like because sometimes it's too much. You get lost. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but I'm excited to do like to see where this like what the romance and what all this shit is like in this game. You know, yeah. like I, I'm I'm curious. It's it it's it's a good game. I hope I hope that when I revisit it, that it also, still holds up Jade, as a great what, game to me. What, what is Jade playing right now? That she's at like almost like 2,500 achievement scores right now because she's dominating the. the, the know, list fucking right get now, good, right? scrub. You're fucking <laughs> yeah, right. garbage at achievements. I beat, I beat wait I beat a game. Or two, and like I still am like at like. I don't know. We played. Two. It takes two for like two hours last night, and I got zero achievements. So oh, I got that fuck that game. If you kept on killing me for probably five minutes, you probably would have got that achievement. Yeah. So. Oh man. Anyways, we could. We're gonna divulge into a longer conversation if we don't wrap things up here. So actually, um, you're good. You're good. I don't. Mike, do you have any interest in any of these games or no? Famicom, Detective Club, or Resident Evil Village, or Mass Effect? Resident Evil uh, Hard Pass. Um, oh, it's not scary, Mike. So you can play it and not even worry. Well, whatever. Uh, Famicom, I would, 
I've, I haven't watched anything about it at all, so I don't know anything in terms of what it looks like in gameplay, what it what it is. I've only seen a picture and then, you know, the two titles. Yeah, I mean, so it's I, point, point and clicky, choosing dialogue options, trying to, you know, be a detective. Um, okay, then whatever. And then Mass Effect is a game that, on paper, I would probably enjoy, but I, I now understand that it, I don't know what buttons you have to press on me to get me to play a game that I think is going to be a long time commitment. Part of the reason probably why I didn't play Cyberpunk yet. It's part of the reason why I well, honestly, keep if never go- I keep like- not going back to Nier. I've been meaning to play Nier, the one that was on Game Pass, because I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I yeah. just don't fucking do it. Yeah. Mike, if you're going to play any of those games, I would probably recommend this diving back into Cyberpunk because it's super easy. It's like, you're. it's not like, making complicated choices i mean you can just romance fucking whoever you want and just follow the quest line and that's it you don't have to like make crazy decisions or anything i mean you can you can you know mainline mass effect too you don't have to like go off on tangents and you know do all this stuff i think that you just will find in mass effect like i i didn't do every side quest i didn't do everything for all of the social links i you know there were the people that i fucked with and then there were people that are you know they're never going to be in my party. Like they're, they're on my ship. They're on the Normandy chilling, but like you ain't ever come out on the fucking battlefield with me. You ain't, we're, we're, we're never going to go do a side quest for you. We're never going to go fucking dance at the club. It's not going to happen. None of this is going to fucking happen. Um, Oh, a little off topic. I just want to yell at Mike for a second. Sure. Mike, why did you never tell me about full metal alchemist brotherhood? <laughs> uh, it never came up. It never came up. I, in the, in my mind, there are like a handful of sh- anime that I think you might like, but yeah. I didn't feel like ever bringing it up. Oh, I, man, I, I, like, I think I like it more than Titans. I stopped watching Titan. And I, I like Attack yeah. on Titan, but like, no, I, I'm Alchemist, Yeah, Brotherhood's really good. Yeah, um, it's really fucking good. It's really good. I don't remember if Brotherhood is the one I watched or not. What is the difference between Brotherhood and the other one? Is there a, like a, a there? Giant... There is a... Yeah, so basically when the first one, Fullmetal Alchemist, that was released in 2003 when they were animating that the actual manga wasn't finished yet so at a certain point in the middle they caught up and like we're just gonna make our own fucking story and they the game of thrones that shit i was just gonna say yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) so they went off and did their own thing but it was like imagine if game of thrones did that actually i don't no, was it just the last season that they had? Yeah, to last season. Add last them? season was a little fucked up. Um, and the second, the last two seasons, but like I like the second to last season. Wait, yeah, so, so with Full Metal, they they didn't like do the filler thing. They just said we're gonna fucking do our own thing. Yeah, weird. That's yeah. not yeah. normal in anime, right? Right. There are a couple other shows I can think of off, like Akami Ga, Akami uh, Ga Kill. I'm pretty sure did the same thing. Um, yeah, it's not often, but I think with Full Metal. Full Metal, it would be tougher to, because that was, I would say, a pretty streamlined story. It would be really weird and out of place to do a full filler arc. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but yeah, the the show's good. I I think maybe at some point I might even try rewatching it because Brotherhood, when Brotherhood came out, it was at a period of time where my access to like watching it was limited, so I didn't get the chance to watch a lot of it. Ironically enough, you know what got me to watch Full Metal uh, Brotherhood hmm. is I saw a TikTok because I'm <laughs> knee deep in like the Weibo TikToks apparently on my feed, <laughs> but it was of the girl, the little girl, 
when oh. she's like walking with like a, a jar on her and these mm-hmm. like weird monsters are chasing her and then all of a sudden she just beats the shit out of them and I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit. I'm like, oh, sold. <laughs> and I, that night I watched like five episodes. I'm like, yep, I'm good. <laughs> I, I can't, Mike, we should take some bets. We should take some fucking side bets, me, you and Dom, on at what point does Todd's new obsession with anime translate into him being like, so I started playing fucking Jump Force. I started playing fucking Tenkaichi Budoko or fucking whatever. I don't feel like I need to play any of those games because I never hear anyone talking about those games. So I feel like... I don't. I think that normally anime games are not good. Or they're just like, they're just, they are what they are. Yeah, I feel like the good ones... There was the One Piece game that I really wanted to play, knowing nothing about One Piece. I remember seeing like, oh, was that game any good? I don't know anything about that. I game. I have it. I I started playing it, and then I stopped, and then I just don't turn on my PlayStation anymore. Which so, one? There's like five. Like anything. No, he's talking about he's talking about World Seeker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know what it did. Like, was it reviewed well? Did people like it? I or, like. I, just, I, I, I don't know. I it. I want to say it probably. It was probably mediocre at best reviewed. Yeah. I I. I feel like most of the time anime games are like they're just meant for that fan service. Like they're just meant for that fan yeah. base and you know they're Absolutely. they're fine games. They're ba- I guess the best way to look at them now and, and you know again, I don't play any of these really at all anymore, so maybe I'm way off base here, but the way that I look at it from someone who doesn't play these games anymore is that they're like the equivalent to movie tie-in games at this point where it's just like, "Hey, you're going to play that through the storyline of the anime." Yeah in this game. Yeah. I still think it's funny. They made a one punch game where like you literally keep on getting hit and nothing happens. And then like like the the one punch man game. I I also get (laughs) it. It was reviewed bad, but I did kind of like, I like the mechanic of, okay, if you pick one punch man who canonically is the strongest character in the series, if you pick him, you're basically, it's like a, it's a three V three, but if you pick him, then you have to survive for you know x amount of time yeah. before he's available for you to, to play like there's like a joke of him running to the scene and you just don't wait for him to show up and then you can play as him <laughs> weird that's so bizarre anyways well i think i think at some point like i, th- I think you'd like uh because it, it has like some of the social link stuff of persona but it doesn't take place in high school so it's a lot less creepy um <laughs> And it has, you know, like more action-based combat and not like turn-based, so you, you know it's a little more involved. Um, I mean, I like Persona. I'm not trying to like shit on Persona, but I, I think it has a lot that you'd like. And I think just based on the sci-fi elements, I feel like it would appeal to you because uh, it's just a good, I think, a very good, well-done like world-building in you know fantasy fiction. Again, on paper, I probably would enjoy it. It's just a question of do I feel like putting in the effort of playing three full-length games yeah because yeah, like I, I i always wanted to, them to and i still kind of do want them to like make a good live action mass effect show or movie but the thing that i always don't or makes me uncertain about game translations is that like you lose that aspect of like player agency where it's like especially in the game like mass effect where your decisions matter it's like so if they do a movie or a tv show there's now like you know at least according to the movie or tv show a canon through line a canon plot line that is the thing and it kind of strips away all of that other stuff that makes in my opinion the game so good where it's like todd and i are probably going to have 
you know, a lot of different things happen to us in the game based on the decisions we make and the people we decide to align with and whatnot and the way that we decide to be either Paragon or Renegade. Um, whereas if they, you know, choose that route in a movie or a TV show, it's like they're going to pick their route, how they're going to tell the story. And I think there is, a, you know, a, technically a canon playthrough of the three games. Like, I think there is a canon story. Um, like, there is a is a person that, you know, canonically Commander Shepard is supposed to romance. And like, there's like certain things like that, that I think are, you know, quote unquote, the canon storyline. Um, but if I remember correctly, the third game has multiple endings and there's one canon ending and then there's others that aren't. Um, so anyways. You know why I don't think I played the first Mass Effect is because I think Bioshock came around the same time. Oh, they maybe. Yeah. Around the same and you time. love that game? Yeah. Bioshock's a game I need to play at some point. I need to give it a fair shake, see if I can get through it. But first, the first one you should definitely be able to. Yeah, I I need, I need to at some point. I played a decent chunk of it at some point, but then I just never went back to it. Um, I think I must have bought the collection or something. I must have the collection somewhere, or maybe it's on Game Pass or it was on Game Pass. I don't fucking. It know. was on Game Pass at one point, I think. Yeah, so that's maybe when I downloaded and tried to try to get through it. But I think uh, I think that's where we're at. I think that's where we're at. We should get a code. We should. I try to. I should try to get a review code for Resident Evil Four Oculus and give it to Mike, and have Mike play that. Absolutely, because I'll just buy that regardless. So it's like I'm absolutely because definitely. we all know how much I love reviewing games. Uh, yeah, but Resident Evil. No, but I think it's like a good perspective from someone who's never played Resident Evil Four to jump into VR, and that's not a scary game. It's like a, It's funny because going back to what like uh, the Triple Click podcast was talking about. The Resident Evil series games are really none of them are really that scary. They're more like actions. It's like Uncharted games, but just set in like a. I mean, the scary. older games definitely have like jump scares jump and stuff. Scares. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like those like... games came out when Mike and I were probably I don't know ten years old. Nineteen ninety eight, I think, yeah. was the first game. Um, so like, I played those games when I was that age, and they scared the fucking shit out of me. Like, I don't know why I played Resident Evil one through fucking five because. I don't like scary things and I've played all of those games. I don't, maybe I never finished three, but I definitely played one. Maybe I didn't finish one. I got, I at least got to the end of two. I might not have so actually one, finished so the final boss. 1996. Yeah. So then I think so, two must've been 98. Okay. Yeah. So I was what? Like 13. I think two was the first one I played because I remember I like specifically remember my older brother getting two for the PlayStation and he had the PlayStation in his bedroom and I had the N64 in my bedroom. So I could only ever play PlayStation when he wasn't home. So like I, I was like always sneaking into his room when he wasn't there to play PlayStation games. Cause I didn't well, have a PlayStation you know what's myself. Crazy? It's Resident Evil two came out in 1998. Resident Evil three came out in 1999. The next Resident Evil game was 2005. And that was Resident Evil four. No, Code Veronica must have come out before that, no? Oh, yeah, those ones. I don't even yeah. remember those, though. I, yeah. I have a lot of fond memories for Code Veronica. It's, it's, I remember it as one of my favorite Resident Evils. I don't, again, I don't know if that's because I was young and it was one of like the only Dreamcast games I had. Is that the one when you are on the train the whole time? No, that's Resident Evil Zero, I think. Oh, Zero, yeah, okay. Um, I think Resident Evil Code Veronica, you're playing as Claire. And right. I don't think there's a second character you play as. I can't remember now. But... Anyways, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 258 of the Pass Controller Podcast. As always, 
You can find all of our stuff at PassTheController.io on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is becoming a subscriber to the podcast, sharing the podcast on social media, and leaving us a review wherever you can leave podcast reviews. I know Apple Podcasts has that ability. I'm not sure about other places, but wherever there is an ability to give us a review, we would gladly take that five-star review. If you do have a few bucks kicking around want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can subscribe to the Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. If you have Amazon Prime, you have a free subscription every month. And if you're not using that, it's just money you're wasting. So throw it to somebody, whether it's us or somebody else. Don't let Amazon keep that money. Um, you can go to passthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some 6-6 swag. And you can go to patreon.com slash passthecontroller and becoming a patron. If you want to keep up with me, you can find me at Groom. You can find Mike at underscore Mycopath. And you can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. And thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 258. We'll see you soon.